0: Today, I was thinking about this whole thing about the body again, you know, how God has called each and every one of us for this season. So we know that God has called us, God has, and, and, and if you don't know that, you've got to come back to the Lord and say, God, why am I here at this time? And remember, remember, count the blessings. Remember how he's led you thus far, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, cause then that what it does is it puts you in the right mindset. See, because circumstance will take us off key, right? And we can very quickly, and you look at throughout the word, people forget all the time what God has brought them through. I've been reading through Chronicles and you see these kings coming through and they start off well. They followed their father, David, you know, their forefathers in following the Lord. And then literally half a chapter later, they get a victory that God has given them and then they take home the idols, and set them up and create a graven image of themselves or whatever it is. And it's, it's like that fast. And I was thinking, man, it, there is something about being, there, there's two things that God always talks about. is humility and surrender, right? Humility and surrender. It, when, the, when the kings of old walked in that way, they walked in success. Mm-hmm. They humbled themselves before the Lord. They sought the Lord and the Lord said, I will bless you. Right? And then so it's the same with us. We are one body, right? But we are many parts. We each have a role to play. And I love it how it starts in Romans 12, how it says we're to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, right? Set apart and everything. You know that scripture. Holy and well pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. So. And then he says, Don't be conformed to this world. I love the way Paul starts to break down in the beginning of Romans 12. Romans 12 is a fantastic, like, uh, um, instruction manual on how to live, mm. right? Uh, as you read it. And one of the things I wanted to highlight today, knowing that we are meant to be set apart, we are one body, bearing in mind, because it goes on. But in, in verse 3, um, it says this. And this is something that I want us to be aware of because you look at the Bible, man, and there's so many people that fall because they think differently or they covet or they just step out of line, you know, with the Lord, with what God has called them. It says this, For by the grace of God given to me, this is in verse 3 of chapter 12, I say to every one of you not to think more highly of himself, and then in the Amplified, and of his importance <clears throat> and ability. not you know. So then he ought to think. See, Paul <clears throat> is trying to express to us, look man, you have a specific purpose God has given you. And the best way that you're going to be <clears throat> is successful and useful to the kingdom is to live fully alive in who you are, not in who somebody else is. Because so many times we look to others, and it's good to be inspired, but you don't want to emulate. What you want to do is come back into that quiet place and say, God, who have you called to me? What part am I meant to be? And so, this is the thing. And, and, and because oftentimes when we're dissatisfied because of circumstance, we think, well, I shouldn't be going through this. That's why he's saying, or, or, and think of his importance and ability more highly. Why am I going through this? I thought I was. And this is what I was meant to, you know, those kind of thoughts can come that he ought to think. But to think so as to have sound judgment as God has apportioned to each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. God has has apportioned to us, each one of us, a degree of faith, which its purpose is designed for service unto the Lord. I love the way the Amplify breaks that down. So, and then it continues in verse 4, like I said, about being part of one body. This is why I'm excited about our team. For just as in one physical body we have many parts, and these parts do not all have the same function or special use. Each one has a special use, right? So we who are many are nevertheless just one body in Christ. And individually we are parts of one another, mutually dependent on each other. So, and then it continues about gifts. It goes on about each one's gifts. It could be a prophetic gift, a service, whatever it is. But what I want to talk about this morning as we start Monday is just to come back to the Lord and say, God, just like a muscle, like an athlete, you know, different athletes have different skill sets, right? LeBron James just seems to kind of defy that. He seems to have all the skill sets of a basketball player. But he's not the best in all of them, right? Steph Curry is the best shooter in the NBA history. So we know his specific skill set is shooting. <coughs> What's your specific skill set? What proportion of faith has God given you that's meant to what? Design for service unto the Lord first and to one another. Remember, we are, uh, we are re- we're de- mutually dependent as one another there is no one muscle you have a bicep and a tricep if you just had a bicep you're gonna have an issue you're never gonna be able to straighten your arm out it'll just ping you in the face right you need both and they work in opposite directions and you need to train both so one has to work on the bicep and the other has to work on the tricep for the arm to function fully <coughs> and I thought man two things strike me. When I look at the Old Testament, you think so many times the kings of old looked at other leaders and said, I want what you have. So when they would plunder their, them and win in the name of the Lord, then they would lose their humility and lose sight of what God has called them to be, which was to be a king. And oftentimes to listen to the priests at that time <clears throat> to give sacrifice unto the Lord. But what did they do? <clears throat> they forgot their place. And so they then took an idol unto themselves and worshiped themselves often, or worshiped the graven idol. Then I thought, man, today I want us, and there's a couple things that we can do to, to help us stay in focus. One is to remember that every good gift comes from the Lord. When you think in that manner, every gift we have then belongs to God, comes from the Lord, then we can actually meditate on that and go, okay, not me, this is all God. Think about King Solomon, he sacrificed at that one time just thousands of, of uh, you know, cows and sheep and doves and he went over extravagant, he gave above and beyond. And then God said, hey, now I understand your heart, so what do you want? And he asked for an understanding heart. But you see that gift of an understanding heart multiplied to way more than anything Solomon could ever give. So if we want to be the most effective for the Lord we need to ask the Lord specifically for help from the Holy Spirit say what specific gift and talent have you given me I want you to I want to first of all say thanks it's not mine thank you for giving it to me and help me this week to put it into action so that my fellow brothers and sisters can fully function because we're mutually dependent on one another to function as one body we need each other we need eyes we need feet on the ground we need hands on the deck you know we need swords and you know we we have different roles to play nobody's lesser than the other each is as important as the other and i was thinking another problem with the kings of old is that their knowledge of their wo- of their uh victory puffed them up did it not think about it and what a knowledge puffs up you see we gotta be aware this week let's not let knowledge puff us up saying well i've got these gifts I'm set apart. I'm called to be this guy. It's like, yeah, remember, but remember where the gift came from. Every good gift comes from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Then you can walk in it righteously. You see, the knowledge that puffs up leads to what? A non-humble heart, right? Leads to pride. And then pride leads to a fall. It makes you stumble. That's what every one of these stories in the, in the Book of Old, in the Old Testament, it shows. Their knowledge puffs themselves up, pride sets in, they fall. Saiyan, <clears throat> You know? So I thought, okay, so God, why have you shown us that? So that God says, I want you to walk humbly before me. I want you to remember these gifts, but not to, to say, well, I'm, I don't want to focus on those gifts. I believe God wants us to focus on it because He wants us to be the most effective in what He's called each and every one of us individually and its effect corporally to be, right? And so I was thinking, man, how exciting that we are part of one body. There's one head, you know? And so let's, this week, ask the Lord, if you don't yet know what your faith gift is, which is to serve, its, its purpose is designed to serve God and others. <clears throat> if the gift we're looking at is primary purpose is to serve yourself, the chances are we're not looking at it the right way. And say, because it takes faith to say this gift is for somebody else. I'll get mine, don't worry about that, because God will honor me for walking in faith. Full of faith, right? So, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, Each of us is to use them accordingly. This is verse 6. Isn't that interesting? So it says this, If someone has the gift of prophecy, let him speak a new message from God to his people. If somebody here feels like God has given me a gift of prophecy, then go into it and seek the Lord this week for it. Because it's important to all of us that we walk fully in that gift. Let him speak a new message from God to his people in proportion to the faith possessed. So you got to grab hold of it. If you want your gift to be fully functioning, if you want to be fully running before the Lord, we have to possess it. It's like an inheritance, a gift, but it comes from God. It's that right understanding right at the beginning. Present your body as a living sacrifice, <clears throat> not as a ruler, not as a <coughs> idol, right? If service. In the act of serving, or he who teaches in the act of teaching, or he who encourages in the act of encouragement, he who gives with generosity, he who leads with indiligence, he who shows mercy in accordance in caring for others with cheerfulness. He breaks down so many, and I think we could all fit in that, <clears throat> in those categories. To some, we'll have a stronger, greater push. Others will be a little bit more ambidextrous, but we'll still have a core focus. And so this week I was thinking, man, why don't we seek the Lord so that we can fully function in faith? If you already know what God has called you to be in this season, in this part, then ask God for a greater possession of it. Say, I want to wield that gift fully and more intently. I want to come in with intent to take the land. Uh, You know, there's a, uh, it's like, it's like when you're determined to get fit, your, everything changes. Your intent and in how you eat changes. Your intent and in how you sleep changes. Your intent and in how you look at everything changes. So <clears throat> in proportion to the gifts God has given us in your faith, let's live with intent this week to chase after that gift which we all need for you to walk fully in and say god show me and as painful as it is show me any part in my heart where i'm not walking with humility where perhaps knowledge has puffed up where perhaps i've forgotten that this gift comes from you repentance right leads to deliverance and leads to freedom and then then you can walk then you can run you know and i was thinking yeah that's what we need because this season coming before us is going to (coughs) require Each one of us to run at our full steam if we're going to see what God has intended for us to see as a, as a unit you know <clears throat> and not everything is in public in fact ninety percent of the weight comes in the secret place, ten percent then gets shown and then God does all the rest. Mm-hmm. you know we, we we are just vessels. we are the body of Christ so Let's just come before the Lord and say, God, show me any areas in my heart. Or maybe I've looked at other gifts and maybe there's been a, uh, a frustration in my, in my heart. Like, man, why can't I be like that? Well, maybe because we're looking at it differently and wrongly and say, well, God says, look at how I've given you. Look at how I've formed you. You're perfect to me. I made you perfectly. So why don't you seek that? You know, because if you, if you seek me first and the kingdom, and all of those things shall be added. So seek me this week. You know, I, that's what I felt God was talking about as I look at the busyness of life, everybody's battles, everybody's war that we're in, and then the vision that we're running with, which is fantastic. But it needs a corporate heart of humility and surrender to the Lord and an individual promise to God and to one another that I'm going to run this race with all my might so that I can benefit my sister and my brother. I'm gonna be faithful in the little, in the quiet, in the secret. I'm gonna make sure that my heart is right because it affects my brothers and sisters in Christ, especially those whom God has called me to run with. And you know, and I think we get that kind of mindset we're safe and we're free and we'll possess the land that god has given us he said look go get it we know that right he called us as a team to go get this city take the city so it's like right even in our smallest little ways right now we've got to be faithful and it's all by the grace of god so we don't need to strive for this that's the other thing i want (coughs) to reiterate that today if you're thinking man Okay, there's an area that I feel that's a little heavy. It's God's grace is all over this day. His mercies are new each and every morning. You know, and it's like, okay, he's doing this so that we can function like an athlete at full speed, full agility, full ability in the right understanding before the Lord.